Now, you see how Chris Brown just went and went. Like, he went to get Ken. Who, how will you even think of getting Kendrick Lamar? Like, it doesn't even fit. But then, it fits perfectly. It's perfectly fine to be a music producer and an artist. Yo, what's up, my people? I'm Halo Mister, and you're welcome to Music Career Plug, the podcast. Here, we help music artists and producers like you achieve your music goals by equipping you with the knowledge and experience to become fuller and better versions of yourself. Are you an artist or a producer? Maybe you're an artist and a producer. (laughs) Perfect! Hit the subscribe button and stick with me as I help you discover more about your music potential. Whoa! What's up, my people? It's Halo Mister, and we are back to Music Career Plug, the podcast. So today we have an episode that I look forward to. This is an episode where I talk to you about something I am currently struggling with. I choose to be vulnerable with y'all. Most times... We attempted to always be the expert and never the student, never the, the one who learned. We always want to be the one who does the impacting, the one who does the teaching. And it's not always like that. If you're always the person teaching, then I think you should, you're, you're in the wrong place. You should leave wherever you want. Go find a place where you learn something. I'm tempted to call this episode, I am a fraud. I am a fraud. (laughs) What kind of title is that? But I think I am. Well, at least I'm trying not to be anymore. I'll tell you what I mean by that. I started my music journey as an artist, as a rapper. I started as a rapper back in the day. I've always loved rap music. I grew up listening to rap music, so I loved rap. I loved rap. I loved rap. I memorized every rap song. Well, not li- not every rap song, but I, rap- I memorized songs as songs as far back as DMX. Lord, give me a sign. Uh, till Lil Wayne. Till I mean, I, I think I memorized every Eminem song. I memorized Fifty Cent. I would listen to a lot of. If it was by listening, I listened to a lot of music. I listened to a lot of music growing up. Mostly rap music because it was inspired by my brother. He also loved rap music and would always play MTV and would see dope rap music. And I grew up listening to that stuff. And it put me, it made me fall in love with rap. As early back as, I don't know, how old was I then? Maybe like 10? As, oh, let's say 10, 11. As early as 10, 11, I was already rapping. I was rapping... I remember my school, we had, uh, I was graduating from primary six and they wanted us to do, you know, there's always in Nigeria, there's this speech and prize giving day in primary schools. So they wanted us to do the speech and prize giving day and our class primary six, we, we were supposed to sing a song. We picked a song to sing and they taught us the song. We practice we did a lot of rehearsals the song coincidentally had a 
a rap verse. Immediately, I realized that the song had a rap verse in it. I told them, I'm taking the rap verse. So since primary six, I, had, I was performing rap songs in school. Take it up to secondary school, I loved rap music. I was always rapping. Everyone who knew me growing up knew I loved rap. Well, not everyone, but everyone who really, really knew me intimately knew I loved rap music and I loved rapping. I would be in school and I'd always be writing rap. I remember the first time I ever performed in a show, my friends just called me and said, ah, they just, they, they, they wrote their name up for a performance. So, and it was, it, it was in, our, in our estate. So there was this big show. It was a show that all the kids around the block would always come to and vibe. That's where this guy would be toasting this one, this one would be toasting this one, this one is seeing his wife, future wife. Small children at that time. And my guys called me and said, shout out to Shadow Kamisha, give you guys listen to this. I'll probably make you guys listen to this. So shout out to y'all. Uh, Charles, Wavy, Slim C, uh, Dice, shout out to all my guys then. They told me they wanted to perform and I said, Madu, hey, you want to perform? And I, they said, come on, let's, let's do this thing because they knew I rapped. But that was my first time ever considering performing to that kind of audience because really a lot of people would always turn up. That was like one of the most anticipated events and it was annually. It happened every year. So it happens like three days, a weekend. They take a weekend, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, or is it um, Thursday, Friday? So Friday, Saturday, Sunday, they'll do the event. One year, in, in one year, it just happens once. And so people would gather. So that day, you know what, because my guys signed up to perform, I also went. It was only after I signed up to perform that I thought about it and I realized that, okay, what do I want to perform? <laughs> so I always wrote rap. I always wrote, um, rapped other people's songs, but I couldn't go on stage and rap another person's song. I needed to write my rap. And I was listening to all my raps. All my raps were very, it didn't seem like what I wanted to perform. Immediately, I just went, I took my phone and started searching for a beat and I found one beat like that. Uh, I, I found one beat like that. If I, was it Otis? Yeah, Otis Redding, I think. I found the beat and then I just went out. I started, I started freestyling, I started freestyling. Then I started writing, started an entire, you know, back in the day, we didn't really care about songs. We only wanted to just rap. So I wrote, I wrote a rap song like that. I still know like 85% of that rap. It was a pivotal point in my life. I wrote the verse and I was okay, mad. I've written the verse. Then I realized I can't go with paper or take my phone out to stage and be performing the rap. I need to memorize this shit. <laughs> That's when I started memorizing the rap. I went out to, they were looking for me. They even, the first set they even went to perform. Um, they performed though. I didn't go and watch because I was outside there memorizing my performance because I didn't want to flop. I was memorizing my performance and <laughs> and eventually I memorized everything and I told myself, you know, I'm ready for this. So I, was, I memorized, memorized the performance and I was ready to go do it. Then something happened. They said the program was getting longer. A lot of people were, a lot of people wanted to show their skills, show their talents. And there wasn't time, so they were cutting off some acts. And unfortunately, my slot was taken and they said, uh, I wouldn't be able to do this. The truth is I was sad because I couldn't, I couldn't perform what I wanted to perform, but I, I still was kind of relieved because maybe they just saved me from disgrace. I looked at what I, I wrote and I knew that rap was for me. Luckily for me, 
they said that they had few more slots. So we thought of something, I and my guys. There were still a few of us who wanted to perform and didn't perform. People like, shout out to Sea Cold, if you're here, Shane. Uh, we, were, we were like five of us or like eight, we were like eight of us. We were like eight of us and we all wanted to perform. So, so we decided to do a collabo. We all just picked one beat. Um, C. Cole gave us a beat from David Angel and the beat was mad and it was long enough and dope enough for all of us to jump on. So we just went out and we were rehearsing. Then they said they wanted to find a name to call us. Then I thought about it and I said Rap Syndicate. And that's how we formed a group called Rap Syndicate back in the day. We went there and we murdered it. So the, the verse I wrote there was what I performed. It was, no, 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 no. I think that was one of the best performances I ever had in my life growing up as a den. It was very beautiful, man. It was very beautiful. And I knew that I wanted to make music. I knew I wanted to do this. So I eventually became a producer because I wanted to record my music. I wanted to make music by myself. It was Music was very expensive, especially growing up, growing up as a youngster, as a child who didn't have money for himself. Uh, it was very difficult and uh, I had to learn this thing. I, so I took a long time. I started making music by myself as a producer nine years ago. And over the years, I've recorded too many songs. Too many songs to count. I say something. If you're the best artist in the world, yeah, and I haven't heard your music, and someone comes to me and asks, Halo, who's the best artist in the world? <laughs> You'll be the last person in my mind. In fact, you might not even be on my mind because I don't know you. Yeah. I've never listened to your music, so maybe I don't even know you do music. So I would never call you. And that is the reality. I've made a ton of music. I've recorded. I've worked for clients as a songwriter. As I've done a lot as a songwriter for people and for myself. I've recorded a ton of songs. In fact, my friends want to buy my songs. People started featuring me in songs because... They were tired of me not dropping my music. That's my problem. I am a fraud. I keep saying that I am an artist and a producer when I only behave like a producer. I've been recording music for 10 years of my life consistently. So you would know that I've recorded a ton of songs. Why haven't I dropped music? Why haven't I dropped music? You would ask. I think that every season i would have a different excuse why i wouldn't drop music why i'm not dropping music yet and uh i've been through different phases different periods of my life i have music out there but most of the songs you would see out there are songs that people had to feature me because they always say yo halo you make amazing music the world needs to hear your music why are you not putting your music out there and i would say okay soon man soon very soon is my is my plan and i've been saying that for a long time man so most times what they do, okay, you know what? I, I'll feature you on the song and you would produce it. So now you have to give me my song and I'm going to release my music. So most times that's what happens. They feature me on the song and they put it out. And that's how you see some of the songs that I got featured on. And I've been featured on a ton of songs. So you can check them out. Halo Mister. I realized that after 10 years of making music, I haven't dropped a single song online myself like my song it was very disappointing to realize this i've made i've made 
so many songs. I have credits to my name on so many songs. But for my personal songs, I never released my music and I call myself an artist. I would understand that if I am just a producer. But I know I started music as an artist and I am still the artist. I, sti I still am the artist. In fact, I'm a way better artist than I have ever been in my life. I make music every day and so much beautiful music that I love. I fall in love with it and I know the world will fall in love with it and I hoard it. This is me confessing to you. I want the world to listen to my music. I've been thinking about that lately and I realized, I told myself that every new song I make now, I'm going to release it. So if you want to hear more of my songs, tell me. So I recorded a song recently and, oh God. The day I made that song, it was so beautiful. It was, I, I, it was so beautiful. I didn't sleep. I stayed all night listening to the song because it was beautiful. It came from a source that I did, did not recognize and it was very beautiful. It was very beautiful. I listened to it and damn, man. Damn, I was stuck, man. I had to share it to a couple of friends. Honestly, especially the first day, they all loved it. Then I went ahead and also asked, okay, tell me what you think. A couple of them had uh, various opinions about the song. They all loved it, but they also had opinions. And okay, okay, okay. I started making corrections. I started, okay, listening to your opinions and was doing, 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 doing this. It got to a point. Damn. That's when it became a problem. I started doubting the song. My next instinct was, you know what? Just ignore the song and do another one. And this was a song that the first day I recorded was so beautiful to me and beautiful to a lot of other people. But after a while, after listening to a ton of opinions and after, after a lot of self-doubt, I, I was thinking to ignore the song. One of the people I sent the song to is a friend called Oscar Dash. If you do not know Oscar Dash, Oscar Dash is one of the best artists I know in my entire life. I'm very serious now. You should go listen to Oscar's music. Oscar is a brilliant producer and a super incredible artist. I sent it to Oscar and we had a conversation with Oscar. Please listen to this conversation because there's a lot you can learn from this. So I sent him the song and waited for his reply. I said, uh, what you think, bro? Just a demo. Hit me up. Then he replied, bro, shoot the jam, shit. I don't, I don't know how, like, like what to see. Like, the jam is, is very, he's mad now, bro. <laughs> this guy, you don't understand. <laughs> Fuck. Guy, the jam, the jam is fire. The jam is very, very, it has one catchy side. One, one, there's this, how I could, because I kept on repeating the chorus. I kept on repeating that, please. The reverb. The reverb is very soft. The vocal texture, the vocal texture you use is very, very unique. Very unique. I'm not stick to it, just apply it in every jam you do. Just stick to it. It's very like maybe normal mainstream people might not really fuck with it. They might not really understand it, but it's very it's very unique. Then um the concept of the jam is very nice. Now this this is the artistic side. It now brings me to the personal side. Like, do you do you not believe in yourself as an artist? 
like it's like why you not like doing more like putting out music and pushing it like an artist like like actually like take up artistry as the main thing you're like it feels like you still you still like you still see yourself as a producer that makes music rather than a person that makes music you understand like just based off is my see even that jam that's real magic jam that you played for me that that bro do more do more bro like for the music do more like Abba. <laughs> i cannot the words are not there you understand I was happy that he could relate with the song that I genuinely enjoyed. I felt like, okay, I made a beautiful song because I enjoyed this. And so did a lot of other people who I, I reached out to, to, okay, you know what, tell me what you think, tell me what you think. This was where the problem came. I started asking a lot of people, tell me what you think. And just like Oscar gave me his review, other people gave me their reviews. One of them said he sounded like an anthem for something. Another said he loved it, but he wished he had another verse. I listened to the opinion of so many people that I decided to know what. I'm going to create multiple versions of the song and see which I like best. Because I realized everyone had his or her opinion. And I, I, I don't know why, but I felt like I wanted to challenge myself to see if I can turn this one idea that came so beautifully into something else. That was the challenge. But honestly, I enjoyed what I made. It was like, uh, the song is dope, but there's something I have to do to make it the perfect song. The perfect song. In fact, what the heck is the perfect song? Bro, I started making a lot of versions of the song. I made various versions and I will play and everyone was, oh, hey, I like this. This version is better. This version is better. Appeasing everybody, servicing their opinion, I would keep changing and changing and changing the song till the point that I listened to the song and I didn't recognize it anymore. It was something else. It was something different from what I, I created that day and, and genuinely enjoyed. It was something else. I'm someone who likes to chase potential. So the fact that he had the potential to be more excited me. In that journey, in that pursuit, I lost what I already had. And I got agitated. I got pissed. Then I thought about it. You know what? I shouldn't give a fuck. Why am I listening to so many opinions? Why? Why am I listening to so many opinions? I sent all the versions to Oscar and told him to listen to them. It took a while before he responded, so I had to ask again. Then, this was the conversation. Specifically for the um, the content of the song, bar. See, this is how I see it, bar. You have your own vibe, and your vibe is the whole chorus, the whole chorus, and the the thing is just sweet. Do you understand? So, like, I feel like a verse from you might muddy. Do I don't know. It might reduce the potential of how strong the chorus is. I, I, I think that's why artists feature other artists, but like 
your your chorus is so strong that there's no verse that you're going to do on it that is going to top the chorus. It's mad, like it's mad. And then if you now put your voice again in a verse in the same song, it just reduces like the integrity of the song. That's how I see it. And now this was his opinion. Yeah, this was his opinion. He still continued. Listen up. Now, ba, this is it. This is my like. This is my opinion. Strictly an opinion, ba. I think me knowing like the the process behind the whole song is going to affect my opinion i think me hearing the previous version is going to affect my opinion i think me like knowing you as a producer that now makes music is affecting my opinion like all these things like i feel like the opinions but like they should be very very carefully reviewed like before you take anybody's opinion if you like Look at the person because, like, you know that double slit experiment in science that they said a wave acts like a particle when you observe it. I mean, a particle acts like a wave, then when you don't... So, basically, like, everything affects the opinion. This was the time it hits me twice for head. Everything affects the opinion. I think artists sometimes crave to seek validation from others, and it makes that we adulterate our art in the process. And this was what was happening to me at that point. And it was, there was a lot to think about. I care about my music, so it was a lot for me to think about. And okay, this is a song I don't want to move on from because I want you all to listen to this song. A song that people obviously love and want the world to hear. So I needed to fight myself. I needed to fight myself. And thank God I was having this conversation with Oscar. It really helped me. This may be confirmation bias, but like about the stuff I said about um, your voice being on Evas and then it reducing the strength of the chorus. Possibly confirmation bias, but I feel that way, like listening to it. The chorus is on its own, but very unique on its own. The verse sounds like you pandering to an audience, appeal to a certain audience. So you are now trying to sound like that. The, the ideal um, listen, artist that that setting mm-hmm. audience is going to like, mm-hmm. that's what the verse sounds like. Let me, let me send an example. So he sent an example and the song was um, Autumn Leaves by Chris Brown featuring Kendrick Lamar. Damn, that was an amazing song. I love this. In fact, the minute I saw this song, I was like, uh-uh, now this jam, uh-uh, this jam, hey, now this jam, it's in my jam day, like, <laughs> Everywhere good. <laughs> Damn. You understand? Everywhere good. Let's see this up. Your song, Ba, and this song is the same thing. Bro, take it from me. It is the same thing. This is what you have made. This is the kind of potential that you have created. That's how I see it, Ba. is very unique. Like, he's very, very unique. Now, did you see how Chris Brown just went and went? Like, he went to get Ken. Who? How will you even think of getting Kendrick Lamar? Like, it doesn't even fit. But then, it fits perfectly. Like, the, 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 the diversity in their different approaches to music, the voice, the everything, the way Kendrick just a guy, like, is mind-blowing. This, 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 like this is this is I don't I don't I know that like 
if you listen to this song, you get everything I mean. You understand what I mean. I don't even need to say much again. <laughs> Damn, I did, man. I listened to it and I, I, I got the picture. I got the clear picture of what he was talking about. And I really understood. I really understood what he was talking about. I went back and listened to the song and... Ah, uh, nah. I, I appreciated the beauty. The beauty I once enjoyed. I appreciated it again. And in fact... I saw a different dimension it could go, and this time it wasn't because of the opinion. Well, it was influenced by Oscar and Chris Brown and Kendrick. I, it, it's okay to get ideas, but seeking opinions is the problem. I'll play one last message Oscar sent before we end this. Miba, this is, this is my own philosophy. This is what I think. I feel like bah, sounds, ideas, music, all that stuff, they don't come from me. They, they come from somewhere. They come from a source that maybe I'm just tapping into at the time. So, like, if I'm making music, bah, and I, like, I imagine somebody on it, that, I think that's when I started, like, imitating other artists. Maybe I can imagine Rick Ross or something and then just do it. Like, but, like, I feel like when ideas come to my head, I'm just tapping from one source. Nee, so, I don't... I don't necessarily like like giving it to people to critique because you're not critiquing me. You're not critiquing. You're critiquing the song. Like I don't feel like I have anything to do with the message. I feel like me. I'm just delivering the message. Ne shiki. Now that's all. So like maybe my skill in delivering. If you should question anything, question my ability to deliver that message, not the message. So like. That's why it's after I've dropped the song, I'll not be like, what do you think about it? Then people will not like, be like, okay, I think this, I think that, I think... But like, music, me, for me, like, music, this is just very divine. Like, only if it's all, all this kind of individual, individual, surface music, <laughs> surface music that they are doing it for market or something like that. But I don't, I don't, I, I, I stay away from making those kind of songs. And I feel like this song that you just made is not... It's not from you, bro. Like, you didn't think it up. Like, it came from somewhere. The, the sounds, the melodies came from somewhere. So if you, like, allow people's opinions, that's when you now not even know, like, what you have again. Do, just do you. Like, if you feel like saying anything on the job, say whatever it is, like, just quell all the noise from people. Yeah. This was a beautiful conversation to have because there was so much for me to learn in it. It was something I was struggling with and it's something I have decided not to do anymore. And uh, I hope there was a lot for you to learn too in this episode. I'm pretty sure you learned something. I know you did. So this is the part one of my journey to my first single. I'm doing this so you understand the process of how I make music. And we can share it. There's a lot of you guys out there who are beginners to making music. There are a lot of y'all who have been making music for years, but you're still facing this problem. So this is something I face. And uh, I'm not too proud to show you my weaknesses. So I'm here. This is something I have a problem with. And I'm very grateful that I have friends who I can talk to and we can discuss issues like this and trash them out. So watch out for part two of the journey to my first single. And there, I'm going to introduce you to the person I featured on the song. If you want Oscar to come here in another episode officially, say in the comments, bring Oscar back. Rate and review the podcast. It helps 
Thank you so much, guys, for sticking with me. Thank you, guys. Thank you for the love. Thank you for the support. I appreciate you all. Thank you. It's not easy. I'm going to be consistent. I'm going to bring more people. Definitely want to bring Oscar here and a ton of my other friends, music friends here with you guys so we can have a wonderful time and have beautiful conversations. Now, this is just one person. You've met a lot of other guys. You've met Lord. <laughs> Don't worry. You've met my squad. You'll meet my squad. You'll meet my people. I know people. I know. I know. I know a lot of people. <laughs> I'm going to shock you. Ah... Uh, it's till you see Don Jazzy here before you understand. It's till you see Lowen here that before you understand. It's till you see Timbaland here on my podcast before you understand that. We better go and subscribe and rate and review. Thank you so much, my people. God bless you.